Every rule you know was created from an idea that started with a thought. Challenge all thoughts. Create new ideas. Bend all rules. Let's do this thing. Yo, what's shaking, people? This is The Dose. I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Today's guest, Catherine Hummel, is bending all rules when it comes to music industry initiatives and the ever so popular theme of health and wellness in that community. Um, my chat here today, uh, we go into a bunch of different spaces, um, tie, tying together her management experience, her label experience, and how she treats artists and how she leads by example. Also, we're both contributors to the Unison Benevolent Fund, and that's how I originally um, got in contact with Catherine. And uh, I was just really, really fascinated with the content that she was putting out. And I, was, I said to myself one day, I was, wow, there's, there's some people out there that, that really get it, some real professionals that are putting out quality content and educating the community. Yeah, the music community is um, oftentimes cast in the shadows of uh, what health and wellness really is. And just like any industry, I think uh, education is the biggest thing. But when you've got rules that are created from ideas, those ideas had to come from somewhere. So um, Catherine is definitely an individual that challenges all thoughts. And she's come up with uh, a really, really good take that's great for the industry and great for artists uh, on the whole uh, when it comes to taking care of yourselves on the road, in studio, both on stage and at home. I mean, we're all human. I think that's a, a big piece our conversation really touches in on is that the emphasis is that regardless of what industry you're in, you're not a number, you are a human and you are worth it. And um, taking care of yourself is so much uh, a heavy, heavy piece of that. Right, so I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy this uh, this show. But before we get right into it, um, I did want to mention we've got a sponsor on board. Um, as you know, Lululemon, or maybe you don't know, Lululemon is a, a major uh, sponsor. I endorse their uh, their threads all the time. I love it for a workout. That's one place that I change the the rules. I bend all those rules in the gym. And uh, whether or not you're in the gym or if you're doing your own thing, maybe yoga at home or you're going for a run, Lululemon is something that uh, guys and girls can get behind. What I'm doing for uh, for limited time is I'm going to have a review of the podcast of the month. So all I need you to do is head to Apple, uh, head to the podcast there and leave a, a rating and a review for the show here. That helps push our uh, our message to the rest of the music community. So if you're an artist out there, if you're in the industry, I'd really, really appreciate it. I'd be so grateful if you could uh, head on over to Apple and uh, leave a rating and review. And then uh, you stand a chance to win 20% off some Lululemon gear. How about that? Right? Head on over. Find me on Instagram as well. We're going to be sharing some more content at the Doc Rockter. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my guest of the show today, Catherine Home. Here we go. All right. Welcome back, folks. Uh, this is another episode of The Dose. I'm sitting down in uh, in Calgary right now, and I've got on the line Catherine Hummel. Now, you wear a few different hats here, artist manager, 
label manager. You're also a contributor for uh, for a Unison Benevolent Fund under Hummel Wellness. So why don't we start there? And uh, who are we? Who are we here? Oh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I guess you could say I wear a few different hats. Um, my day-to-day is uh, running Royalty Records. We're a national uh, label here in Canada. Um, I also run my own artist management company, uh, as well as uh, contribute to Unison on the blog front and just some of the health and wellness uh, initiatives we're trying to raise awareness within our industry about. Um, yes, that's a little bit of an intro about uh, some of the many hats I wear. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, well, you're a lot like me in that regard. And it was so nice to, to catch up with you, actually. I know we had gone back and forth on uh, social media and being both contributors to Unison and big supporters of that organization. We kind of we knew each other through the interwebs. And uh, it was really cool to catch up with you and uh, get some time back in Ottawa for the, uh, the CMAO. And um, I guess you've been uh, pretty busy from uh, from that point on. You want to tell us uh, tell us what you've been up to since that time? That was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, it feels like a, a month or so now has gone by. <laughs> it's one of those. It's that time of year, right? It just time is flying by, and uh, we pack as many things <laughs> as we can, especially in the summer months, right? Um, but yeah, since the last time I saw you, which was yeah, definitely an awesome time too. Like it's get some human to human connection going and as well as incorporating some self-care in in our hangout over that weekend was uh, a highlight for sure Um, but yeah since uh, CMA Ontario I uh, headed right from Ottawa to New York and then on to Toronto and then home which is just about two hours west of of Toronto Um, I was actually very delighted to be invited down to New York uh, to speak at uh, Indie Week, uh, the A2M, uh, A2IM conference uh, held right downtown uh, at the New York Law School um, last month where I spoke on a panel about mental health and how to conquer some of the challenges that uh, we are all finding uh, working in this career choice. So I actually sat on a panel with a moderator from Music Cares as well as a media and PR company, another artist, and then a professor who um, uh, had a bunch of staggering stats to uh, share um, on some of the studies that they've been doing in the U.S. uh, in terms of uh, musicians' uh, mental health and wellness. So um, that was my main purpose of going there, as well as, uh, you know, some of the other hats I wear uh, in the meetings that I needed to fit in there. And... um, then home or back to Canada for a couple of days into Toronto for some more work and now uh, back here just playing catch up. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what it is. It's a part of part of the grind out there. But, yeah, uh, definitely fitting in my my wellness in there where I yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, good to hear. Well, I mean, it sounds like, uh, yeah, you and I both share that. It's uh, it's an all over the place and uh and it's it's just that type of lifestyle, and that kind of that's a nice little segue into uh, what I'd like to um, kind of get your thoughts on here for today's conversation. Is especially like with this type of uh, itinerary where it seems like we're up and we're in the air or we're in the bus and traveling provinces and and crossing borders, and it's just go 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 go. How does one fit wellness? and make that a priority. Um, how have you, let's start with you. How have you made that a priority in your own well-being? 
Well, you have to plan for it first and foremost, if there's anything I've learned, um, you know, over the last 10 years of really making it more of a priority in my life is simply planning it like I do everything else. Um, I think the big change happened for me was when I started planning workouts. I started planning when I was doing my meal preps or, you know, yoga practices or whatever uh, choices I made to incorporate wellness was I built that into my day first and then I planned my meetings and work schedule around that. And so that's where sort of a pivotal change happened for me. And I still do it when I'm traveling um, because if I don't, like I'm, I'm just no good to anyone by the time I reach home. So um, yeah, I think that's a big thing is just planning for it. Uh, and I mean, that is encompassing in a lot of different things and is very, you know, individual based, but, um, you know, like anything and as the saying goes, you know, you plan to succeed. And so, um, that's, that's definitely something that became more of a focus for me. Yeah, definitely. Well, that, uh, that sounds great. And I, I wanted to tie it back actually to, uh, to the time that you were in New York there, because you had mentioned something that kind of got me thinking as soon as you said it is that the, the staggering stats, was there one thing in particular that, uh, with, with regards to the stats that they've been doing research in, in the U S or in that market that really stuck out for you? Um, I mean, outside of the fact that, you know, clearly mental health is, um, a huge challenge and, and, you know, sort of a way above average percentile than other industries um, is the income bracket is really, you know, when they were sort of, you know, comparing it to just the, the mental well-being that, you know, a huge portion of it came from income. Um, and as we know, like, you know, money is definitely a stressful thing for anyone but specifically not only the lifestyle and then having to worry on in terms of income coming in, that was something that just sort of put things in perspective in a different way because, you know, we all understand that being on the side of it that we do, that musicians unfortunately end up being sometimes on the low end of the totem pole when it comes to, you know, once royalties are paid and percentages are paid out, what, an artist actually walks away with um, that, you know, how like for instance in the U S and, or like just comparing it to say living in New York city, you know, some on the low end, you know, some of the average was between 24 and probably 35,000 a year annual income. Well, how the hell is anyone in a major city supposed to survive off of that? No kidding. Holy, um, that, yeah, that does shed some light on, uh, on some of the stuff and it takes a nice turn actually the next question that I have for you. So like, I, aside from the finances, I mean, that's a big one. Um, do you think, I know there's, there's a lot of a movement and I'm, I'm a really big, uh, um, pusher on this too, is that you are what you, what you want to make with. So, I mean, the, the days of like saying starving, uh, student status or starving artists, I mean, the more that you say that, the more that you reiterate that, how much of that is actually just in our heads, in your opinion, or is it literally like, no, we are, the income bracket is quite, quite a bit there. We don't have a lot of room to move, um, as an industry. Well, I think it can be looked at different perspectives, I think, on, you know, maybe the mental side of things and the self-talk of way of things. I think there is this persona and this idea that, you know, people create better when they're in a, 
uh, a starving, if you will, or um, negative state of sorts, right? And that, mm-hmm. that people need to push their boundaries in order to be able to get their best creative juices going, let alone looking at the fact that, well, in turn, they're not being their best self. So there's a bit of a confliction, I think, that's happening there. But in terms of, like, income, um, I think there's so many ways to look at that. Yes, I mean, I'm 100% in agreement that we definitely need to be playing musicians more. There's no doubt about that. But I think there also comes an aspect of just business management and, like, having either somebody in your corner that can help, you know, create and develop and make smart business decisions and so that somebody is constantly growing their business, if you will, in a timely, realistic manner. Um, but it doesn't, you know, negate the fact that, you know, there are clear challenges out there in terms of what is being fair payment yeah. to creators. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, with so, that, yeah. with that then, um, what type of... Uh, I guess what what would be the difference maybe 25 years ago then in the industry is that, you know, there were a little bit more uh, development uh, agreements through managements and labels. And can you speak to how much of it comes down to that where artists tend to, and if you can correct me if, uh, if I'm wrong, but artists tend to have to have the full package long before anybody's looking at them anyways. Um, how much of that plays into the role of, um, I guess some of these obstacles, if it is uh, um, mental wellness or just the stresses that come with wearing 17 hats as an artist, you know, you got to take care of your, your finances, you got to take care of your PR, you can't really build a team without the cash, you got to play a lot of shows. So how much of that plays into uh, this whole uh, challenge for, for the artist on the road now? Yeah, well, I think it's like in all of that stuff sort of goes hand in hand, right? It's like, well, you don't have you know, wellness without taking care of yourself. You can't make good decisions without it. You're not in your best frame of mind and or physical ability without taking care of yourself first and foremost. But also everybody needs income to do that. You need to be able to feed yourself. You need to be able to, you know, incorporate exercise. And that doesn't necessarily mean that means spending money on that. But I mean it's a bit of a tricky question because that path is different for everybody. Right. Right. And yeah, I mean, the reality is, is there isn't the budgets there used to be clearly, you know, streaming and the internet is a huge challenge in terms of what songwriters and, and or performers get. So income, you know, is definitely not, can't be relied on solely, you know, streams you definitely need to be out there you need to be playing you need to be selling merch you know like you definitely need to be focusing on several revenue streams but encompassing with creating some sort of balance and whatever that looks like in in one's life right and I think regardless of whatever career choice you have you know or whatever your endeavors are in life you know if you want a family and you want a career and you want health and whatever like that all is a bit of a balancing act and and it's just sort of prioritizing what those things mean to you. And obviously the focus of this topic of, of t- you know, taking care of yourself, um, that needs to be higher on a priority list so that you have the energy to do the rest. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I think that's what originally when, uh, when I saw the the work that you were putting forward for Unison and, um, and just the way that you, you spoke through social media and every, every type of medium, I'd really like to explore what you're doing in regards to both. Well, it, it starts with yourself and you've already established how you take care of yourself. And I think that any great team, no matter if you're, if you're looking at, uh, got sports teams, like the greatest franchises in the world, they'd all start, start at the very top, right? If you're taking care of yourself, you're leading by example. So, um, would you mind kind of like sharing with, uh, with us how you take that to your business, both on the, uh, humble wellness side, but also in your, um, like how you work with your, your artists, what is the, what is the priority for you? Um, when it comes to making sure that your team is, is set up for success. Well, I mean, first and foremost is recognizing that we're all human beings and we all have breaking points and like really trying to be realistic with no, like being familiar with what that looks like for each artist. Like it's not going to be the same for every person. Some people can stretch themselves a little further than the others. And, you know, I really try to develop that rapport with our artists of knowing what their limits are. And then working back from that and having an open dialogue of, you know, if you are feeling burnt out or you're feeling worn out or you need a rest or break or whatever, like, tell us, let us know, like, if we're stacking too much on, you know, and there's something going on or, you know, like life's happening, you know, we can't always um, predict that, but that there is an open dialogue first and foremost that they are able to say, guess what, today I'm not okay. Or you know, I need to slow down or that there, there's an ability to recognize when enough's enough or that they just simply need a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's sort of the first and foremost uh, place I like to start is just to like create, you know, trust system and open dialogue of what that looks like. And then also dig a little deeper into how they're taking care of themselves and maybe where they need more support. And then what that looks like both at home and on the road. Um, you know, specifically with a few of my artists, you know, who have maybe, you know, different dietary needs or, you know, um, have allergies or certain health conditions that, you know, that we're considering that and that we are creating time within their schedules to eat, to sleep, you know, like obviously I get sleep is a little bit more challenging than the eating part just due to, you know, the schedules, but that there are significant breaks in between, you know, like for instance, one of our artists just did a run of three shows. They got home, they had a few days off, they're back out, you know, that there is some downtime. You know, I give them, I'm considered of when they just get off the road, that when we schedule our meetings, like just giving them breathing room. Um, And then also, yeah, making sure that our riders offer healthy options, that it isn't all alcohol focused and that there is, you know, food options outside of where they're traveling that like we just plan and we, you know, make a priority because if they're not doing well and they're not taking care of themselves, then, you know, that doesn't work for anybody else and vice versa. Like if I'm not taking care of myself, then I'm no good to my team and my artists either. 
Yeah, no, I'm glad you touched on that too, because I know that uh, I've been on tours, um, both as the coach, but also as the drummer in the, in the group, you know, the hired gun. And uh, I've seen some of those riders and I, I know that there's this common um, perception out there that like, you just get what you get. And it's, it's this rock star lifestyle where you've got coolers of, uh, of beer and tubs. And that's just like that, like, can you speak to that? Like how easy is it for, for an artist who's getting those type of shows to make the switch to uh, be more healthy? Is it just a matter of asking or what have you seen in the, uh, in the past uh, that's been successful for, for you when you're approaching, um, I guess, festivals or, uh, or even just venues um, for, for what, what your artists are getting for treatment? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a case by case basis and it's definitely budget specific, but it never hurts to ask, you know, like, Obviously, it's a little easier for some bars and stuff to offer more alcohol, especially if they have it in-house um, and then throw a pizza down or something like that. But, you know, if you say, or I've been in situations where, you know, we've had, say, like a $300 alcohol rider and I'm just like, well, we don't need that. Can we exchange that, you know, for fresh fruit? fruit and and um vegetable platter or something like that like switch it up it's like or just say hey you know like can we half that or something you know like just it doesn't you never know if you ask right and like especially if you know you're traveling with a group that doesn't drink at all like then that and or just being mindful of somebody who might be dealing with substance abuse that you're also creating a safe space that that isn't just the only thing that's available or always in people's faces. Like, yeah, it definitely comes down to asking and, or again, just be being prepared. Well, you know, sometimes venues don't have a budget to offer food or they just, you know, can throw out a few drink tickets or whatever. So then that's up to the artist and or team to then stop at a grocery store or, or, you know, again, plan for it totally, and, yeah. and bring it with them. Well, and, and that's so much of it is we keep on re- re- revisiting that, that plan for it, plan for it. And I think that's where, especially myself as a coach, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't stop at the music industry. Uh, um, uh, like the artists that I work with, it doesn't start there. It doesn't stop there. It's like, that's just human nature. We just tend to not plan. And we put ourselves into these situations where you're forced into like a decision right then and there and it's decision fatigue. So how much, how much more, uh, amplified is that do you find um like are you out on the road with your with your artists for the most time or are you sitting back or like how how does decision fatigue play a role in um in your artists and in your own life I guess as far as uh, wellness goes um well I used to be on the road a lot more than I am now I do definitely go out here and there but not on a steady routine if you will I think from my previous experience from either one not planning ahead to learning how to plan ahead and now incorporating that in everything we do um it's a part of my advancing now like I make sure when hospitality you know like and like for instance we had a scenario a few weekends ago that we were offered a meal buyout instead of a hospitality ride or offered at the festival and all they had was uh food trucks and it's like okay well one, that's not conducive to healthy choices. And we had somebody who was gluten-free in our crew. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole other level. So, you know, I, I made sure that it was cleared by the festival that we brought in our own food mm-hmm. and that there was no issue there. And then I also made a plan with our crew that they made a stop because I was like, it's going to be a long day. You're going to be on site from the morning. You'll have a few hours at night, but like there just won't be time. So you have to incorporate that. And if not, then you find yourself running ragged for, you know, during radio all day to, you know, when there's a lunch break and there's nothing there, you make a, or you make a bad decision and you don't feel good from it and you pay for it. And it just ends up being like a snowball effect. So I think, yeah, I mean, it's really, it is due diligence and, or, you know, finding somebody that you can delegate that task to within your group, (laughs) you know, or, you know, somebody that that's going to make that a priority because I've certainly been in, many situations and are just for myself where it's like, yeah, you're running eight, nine hours a day just for the daytime portion of radio or whatever is encompassing in your media or travel day and then getting to the show. And that's a whole other like five to eight hours on your day. And if you're not planning meals on that, well, I don't know anyone that feels good running on nothing. So yeah. Yeah. And then add booze or sunshine, you know, all that in the mix and or fast food, whatever bad decisions you end up making as a result. Well, then again, like, yeah, it just spirals out of control. Into- say, yeah. How, how long can that last if you're on a, if you're on a five, uh, five show stint there and like shows one through three go like that, how, how much more energy do you think are you going to have on, uh, on four and five? Right. So, um, you and I know like an, in our conversations back in Ottawa there too, how like, I mean, my overall goal and my mission is to make sure show one is, uh, is just as effective with, uh, the artists that I'm working as show 10 or 15 down the line. Right. So the healthier choices and that pre-planning and, and making sure everything is congruent, it's just like treating it like a, like an athlete would, you know, and it wouldn't, it's, it's almost like setting up competition, uh, style events and, and making sure each, each performance is treated the same way. And, uh, if, if you're professional in that and, and can line things up, it sounds like you've got a, a really, really good system that, uh, working with your, with your teams. And, um, and that's really, really, that's invigorating. That's a refreshing thing to see. <laughs> and, uh, and here, because I know it's, it's, it's such a, such a stigma that, that our lifestyle as artists, um, is, is kind of revolved around, you know, badassery and, drinking and and all this partying all the time right yeah and how much of that like let's stop there like how much of that is true yeah I mean there's you know no harm in saying that people aren't allowed to have a good time within reason and whatever that looks like for each person but at the same time there's a lot of substance abuse issues that come to the surface as well and so I think you know a lot in our camp, it's, you know, there's a time and a place, but at the end of the day, like, this is a job. You know, there's no other career out there that it's acceptable to drink while you're working. And, you know, I may be Debbie Downer or a party pooper to someone, you know, people hear me say that loud, but at the end of the day, like, you know, it's, it's important to be professional. What you do on your own time is your business, but, you know, I think, I think it's really important to you know, maintain a level of professionalism. And to me, that means not drinking. Yeah. You know what, you know, like once your job is done, that's fun and fair. But again, if you're still on site somewhere, you're still working. Yeah. You're still representing the group or the, 
artist or yourself um, while you're in an establishment. But again, what you do on your own time, as well as as long as it's within healthy reason. And if not, there are resources out there to help you if if it is, you know, something that you're challenged with. Um, Unison being one of them, uh, you know, that there is a counseling service that's free and the all the information's on unisonfund.ca. Uh, if, if, you know, uh, drinking or other is, you know, something that somebody you know or or yourself are battling with that you need some assistance with. Um, there are resources out there that obviously this this interview and this opportunity is one of the many reasons we're chatting in the first place, right? So yeah, absolutely. Uh, such a big supporter. It's so great to see that it's uh, it's been it's been some time now that uh, that I've been I've been pushing that message, and and it's nice to see that we've got other professionals in the industry that are kind of catching wind and really uh, seeing where the value comes down because. Ultimately, it comes down to uh, a lot of people that I've spoken to. It's still a, a matter of nobody really knows what that's all about and knows that those options are out there. And they feel that, you know, they might be they might be stuck or trapped and there's no real assistance. But you said it best right there is that you've got lots of different options. You've got financial assistance. You've got counseling, not just for, you know, um, if you're going to harm yourself or, or somebody else, but simple things like how to balance a budget. Like it's, it's really and how to like manage your own stress and um those those conversations they're becoming more normal now and i'm really really excited about that um that's actually a really great way to kind of jump into my next one you, you mentioned what things you're doing to help this you you contribute to uh to the blog what what area do you feel um artists can learn the most maybe from from the stuff that uh that you're educating on uh, outside of management and outside of uh, the label stuff, but where's, where's your specialty? What do you really get kind of fueled up on? Uh, as you know, we've spoken in great depth about is definitely nutrition. I mean, I think exercise is definitely important, but I think, um, nutrition is still very undervalued and not, um, spoken about enough with the connection of health and wellness all encompassing and especially on the mental health front of things. Um, you know, I think just, you know, there's, there's a lot of places, uh, that can be tough to sort of know where to start from. And there's a lot of information out there. Um, but for me specifically, like a passion of mine definitely stems, stems from nutrition and just like finding practices that work for you. Like, I'm a big lover of yoga, specifically restorative yoga that, you know, encompasses a form of meditation. Um, has completely changed my life because I have a busy mind and I definitely need something to quiet that mind and just manage my stress through that. But, um, you know, I think the basics for me really comes down to like simplifying things and finding somewhere to just start, right? Like on the ground level, like just finding something that works for your for yourself and putting one step forward, you know, like for me, if there's anything that I preach, if you will, is more water, less sugar, more vegetables, more sleep. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good little prescription right there. If you ask me, right. <laughs> That's, that's, uh, that's dynamite. That's, um, that's great. You kind of hit on this already too, is that, um, there are some concerns like with the, with the industry, do you feel that we're trending in the right way right now? 
I, I hope so. I think so. I mean, you know, specifically the different initiatives I've been involved with and even just the last year is like pretty motivating in the sense of just the people that are coming to the table that are open and willing to share not only their personal stories, but just like rally for the industry as a whole, because, you know, none of us are going to make change without each other. And so, um, you know, specifically getting invited to even speak in another country on the topic, as well as alongside, you know, one of the biggest organizations that is supporting the music industry in the U.S., uh, mm-hmm. Music Cares, and just seeing what they're doing for their industry um, is, uh, that's what I'm looking for, like just uh, inspiring, if you will, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it's It's nice to see that, yeah, people are, becoming more open and even just the conversations that I have on a regular basis amongst my team and or extended team or just other people in the industry that it does feel like there is a little bit more of a a safe space if you will to share you know being a human being and what life's about and that like everybody's allowed to have bad days and good days and you know to celebrate both because that's life and nobody's a superhuman and nobody's perfect. And like, just, you know, nobody needs to hold their cards so close all the time. And, um, but yeah, there is movement happening and I hope that we continue to move forward and, uh, create more accessibility and opportunities for artists to feel like that they can reach out and get the support they need because without them, like what would our world be you know <laughs> yeah no that's that's great and that's a that's a good touch point too i'd like to like what are you doing to uh to help inspire that movement and what what is your biggest contribution do you think that uh um for the listeners that uh that want to learn a little bit more about your practice and and maybe maybe we've got some artists that want to reach out and contact you what are you going to do to uh help push this forward well i mean it it, it comes i guess through a few different pipelines. I mean, one, not only just like practicing what I preach and, um, you know, putting information out on Unison's blog as well as my own on ways to just start somewhere and or, you know, get information um, that that's best suited for yourself as well as the artists that I work with, you know, seeing what they're doing. They're pretty candid and open about how they're, making changes in their lives. They, they're definitely all over their socials and are happy to talk to anyone about that. Um, and just, yeah, constantly trying to um, rally for the industry to talk about it more. And whether it's like being present at all the major events that happen across Canada, like for instance, some of the initiatives we've done in the, the last year at Fest at ECMAs, at CMW, at CME Ontario, of just, mm. um, you know, coming out to the UNICE events, coming out and uh, reading the blogs. Like, you know, one of the major things that I've been doing this year is um, not only creating, like, topics of discussions and just starting on a basic level of of where, where you know, whether it's nutrition or sleep-based, but also when you're at these events, where to eat where to make healthy choices, where to build that into your conference schedules, because you have to, if you don't, again, you're running ragged and alcohol can only take you so far before, you know, you're going to not feel well. So, 
um, you know, just really trying to champion making good choices out there um, amongst myself, my colleagues, my coworkers, my artists, my friends, you know, and then the various platforms that we are using to get those messages out there. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was the one thing I, I forgot to mention first off that too is uh, when, when I did get to Ottawa, I, I remember reading your, your blog there and that was so great because it was so helpful um, because Ottawa, I'd never been, I, I knew we were going to be kind of right in the, in the midst of it. So I knew there'd be some options, but I didn't know where to go. And a lot of it comes down to, you know, we're, we're bouncing around from uh, conference to meeting to like meet up. It's such a packed schedule. So you got to know where these places are. And you had listed some really, really great spots that I was fortunate enough and, and able to, to go try out. And, uh, and that was just, that's such a, a valued service that um, it, it comes down to education, you know, and if we can just provide more things, if we've got more folks like you, I love that initiative where you're just, you're educating, you're providing value. And uh, that's not just to, to the artists that work with you. It's just to the community as a whole. And I really think that's inspiring. And I, I wanted to thank you for that personally. So Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I want to want to switch gears here uh, before we close things down. Um, I want to know what are you currently listening to? What's on the, the iPod, iPhone, or uh, <laughs> what what records are you listening to these days? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. That's a loaded question. I'm like, I know, because right? I'm uh, in the midst of getting married in a few weeks, so we've had a bit of a throwback because we're planning some of our music. But there's a lot of new and old filtering through so we actually funny enough last night went through some of our 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 beloved 90s classic hip-hop um you know perfect Tribe called quest some most devs some comment you know like of course all that kind of lovely stuff but i guess on the newer front um big chief from the national are definitely two bands you can always hear on my playlists or around my house there we go um and then yeah i mean I listen to so much different music. Obviously, there's a bit of country music in there as well. But, um, yeah, I guess it depends on the time and place. But, um, yeah, that's some of the newer stuff that's been on my rotation lately. Well, there you go. And congrats once again on the, on the engagement and the upcoming wedding. That's going to be, that's got to be exciting times and just adds another layer to how, how many, uh, how many things can you do at once? How many plates can you spin at once? Right. <laughs> well, again, thank gosh for my yoga practice and my healthy food because, right? you right. know, it's all a part of managing stress and, uh, you know, definitely when that anxiety starts to creep in, taking time on my mat, is like one of the few things that helps it side set. So I think it's really important that people tap into what works for them and making the time for themselves because there's only one you. Totally. Totally. Now when you're talking on your mat, are you, uh, are you practicing on your own? Do you go to a studio? What's, uh, what's the, the yoga practice like for you? Uh, predominantly on my own. Um, I've in the past definitely gone to many studios and, and picked up different things that I like, but um, I, either create my own routine or throw on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that's typically my own practice. When it's a nice day out in my beautiful backyard, cause there's a lot of nature making noises out there and adds yeah. to a nice soundtrack. And yeah, I find just, uh, you know, having the time to myself and like quiet space and having, you know, minimal energies around me. I'm a very uh, sensitive person to other people's energies. And so 
I find just having that alone time to do that is really healing for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's a, another misconception of um, what exercise means to to the music community because they feel it's all all or nothing, right? And uh, you, it can be simple and you don't have to have a yoga membership. You don't have to have a gym membership. You can get outside in nature. How, how valuable do you think finding those types of uh, hacks, if you will, on your own wellness, how, how important do you think that is to somebody that's new maybe to this? Oh, I think it's so crucial. Not only does it save you money, but it's also just a great way to explore your surroundings. I find like for me, just getting out of nature is like so healing for me and just like to shut off your electronics, to just get outside, to get some fresh air, just to move your body. It doesn't take much. You don't need to be signed up to, you know, a lifelong gym membership somewhere and then put that added pressure on yourself that you're not going as much as you expected yourself. Like that's, I think it just comes down to setting realistic expectations for yourself. And especially when you're living a busy lifestyle like we are, not many people have the time to go to the gym. And so when you are at home or on the road, like there are a lot of things that you can do in your basic surroundings. So whether it is taking your mat and finding a quiet place to go do something or going for a walk or, you know, we've implementing exercise routine that you've learned from a professional <laughs> yeah. on how to, you know, do exercise that with your own weight, you know, there's lots of resources out there that don't cost money. Yeah. Um, yeah but I think nature is uh, one of my top picks in terms of incorporating just wellness, mindfulness and exercise. Perfect. Perfect. Well, final question, completely random. I love this question because it's really interesting and you get to know somebody really, really well. I'm sure you can probably incorporate this into your artist interviews, but if you were able to build a dream band, you know, five piece, four piece trio, doesn't matter who would be dead or alive. Doesn't matter who would be your dream band. Oh, that's a good one. Oh goodness. (laughs) Huh. Well, let me think. Definitely like a hardcore 90s alternative fan. So, um, and it's like, what hasn't been done before? That's the thing. (laughs) I know, right? Ooh. Like and try not to look at all the albums on my wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, part of me wishes that this was video. I want to see that wall now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, we have a vinyl collection that's growing across our wall right now. Oh so. man, well that should be an easy pick then. I mean, there's so I know, many right? options here. You can't. But they're really all alive so far that I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that doesn't really matter. But oh, no, um, yeah, alive, dead, doesn't matter. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, let's see. Um, curious to see what, and I'm just going to be completely random, but what would Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, and ooh, who else would I put together? And I guess, well, because he's one of my favorite drummers, Taylor Hawkins. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, put those four together, and, and I would love to see. That would be 
So we got we got Hawkins on drums. We got Hendrix lead guitar. Yeah. Cobain and, and Joplin. Yeah. So maybe. Holy smokes. We might need a bassist or a keyboard. Yeah, I know. I was well, like, you don't need it. something else. Or, I mean, ooh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm like, who else would I throw in there? <laughs> the dream band question is my favorite. I know. Yeah, that's a good stumper. Um, trying to think like who's one another favorite guitar or bass player of mine oh my gosh i'm like you're gonna have to help me out here i'm totally like oh i I have i mean i would love to see like you've got quite a bit in there you'd have like probably somebody like uh john paul jones would lay a nice bass line down like zeppelin right like yeah Something yeah, like no, because I definitely love that, like, just gritty guitar. Just like. a nice groove, like, because uh, I can imagine Hawkins. Hawkins started with uh, with Alanis, right? Like, that was, like, his thing. And then just jumping over to the Foos, um, I mean, he's such a groove drummer, so you pair him up with somebody like that, or even somebody like, uh, who is it, Les Claypool? Primus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Like, somebody somebody has got, like, really cool groove <laughs> on bass uh there's so many uh, that's the problem is i know nobody knows the bass player's name. <laughs> oh man that's that's great that's a that's a beauty band though imagine the harmonies on that holy that's what i was thinking i was like both of those gritty voices like oh yeah i like it i like it perfect well as you know i am uh i'm a big fan of uh, of service and, and helping out i'd love to close things down with uh how how i can help and how listeners can help uh you achieve your mission or how can we give back to you Thank you. Uh, the biggest thing is just can, like keeping the conversation going, you know, and if people have any questions, like feel free to like reach out anytime, you know, either to myself or to Unison. Um, but I think it's, it's sort of bigger than just myself, right? I think it's just a matter of finding somebody within your circle or extended circle that you f- feel like you trust and to start conversations and to um, keep these kinds of these topics going and 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 then hopefully it stems from there I mean and feel free to share my content because the more you know people see that that's out there and that's a resource you know hopefully that helps more people yeah no awesome I love the message and uh that's a, a great segue into uh where people can find you um what's the best way to reach out and uh and make contact with you and maybe find out a little bit more about what you're doing with uh um wellness but also in regards to artist relations and stuff like that where can people find you uh, well for health and wellness focused stuff is definitely uh hummelwellness.com or just hummelwellness on instagram um, or unisonfun.ca. There's a bunch of my own blog postings there as well as numerous resources for any type of assistance uh, you may be looking for. Again, Unison is a free service as long as you're a member, which is a free membership to sign up um, for Canadian musicians and industry members, as well as uh, any of my other day-to-day is royaltyrecords.com or hummelentertainment.com. Perfect. That is awesome. And I'm going to attach all of this into the show notes. We'll get this out so people can contact you. Um, just to depart, what's uh, what's one thing that, um, let's say, 
what's one thing you're going to do before uh, the weekend is over? Because we're coming up into the weekend here um, to, to carry yourself. What are you most I'm going to go for a walk. Heck and yeah. then I'm going to go for a swim because I'm very fortunate to have a pool in my backyard. Oh, yeah. And I, I heard it's just a, it's a heater out there. This, uh, like today, especially yesterday, like, are you guys in a bit of a heat wave right now? Yeah. Summer is finally here and you will oh, never man. hear me complain. I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> that is dynamite. Yeah. We just got, uh, I'm here in Calgary and, uh, we just got dumped with, uh, oh, probably 15 to 20 centimeters of rain. That's how it is for stampede though. First couple of days of stampede are always like that. So I'm surprised I've actually seen snow. So it must be nice having that heat wave. And, uh, I, I, I know all too well, I'll, I'll get out there pretty soon. So um, it took a while to get here, but I'm, I'm happy it's here. It's just more reason to be active, but still yeah, gotta stay hydrated, take care of yourself, you know, balance within the sun, all that good stuff. But yeah, exactly. I'm definitely going to, get some time out there in nature and break away from my electronics that I've been spending a lot of time with lately and uh yeah take a break this weekend because I fortunately don't need to be at any shows this weekend so I'm going to take advantage of that and uh, enjoy time off my electronics with my family and in nature Perfect. Sounds like a dream. Well, I really, really appreciate your time here today. I know it took a little while. My technology issues are uh, are always rampant, but um, it's been an absolute blast speaking with you and uh, hearing what um, what your thoughts are in the, the state of the industry right now. And I'm loving all the things uh, that you're doing out there. So just keep that up and let me know however I can help you. You know, uh, I got your back right on that. So um, with that, we'll, uh, we'll close things down. And again, it was so nice to speak with you. Thank you so much for your time, Catherine. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Big thank you to Catherine Hummel of Hummel Entertainment, Hummel Wellness. And, uh, I mean, that was just such a great, uh, I hope you guys got a lot out of that. I know I sure did. So it was just great to connect with like-minded professionals in the industry to communicate that message. And that said, if you guys are pumped on this and you uh, you want to hear some more uh, artists and some more industry professionals speak to their experience on health and wellness in the industry, please rate and review. Go to Apple Podcasts. Please give me a five-star or a four-star or three-star or one-star. I don't care. Whatever you think. If you don't dig it, I'm good with that. No, no hard feelings. Just let me know where I can improve. Um, yeah, just rate, review. Uh, that's how we're going to get this message out there to more people in the music community. All right. And hey, you get uh, opportunity to get 20% off your Lululemon threads. All right. Got a limited number of those for the review of the month. So head on over check out the dose, subscribe, do all the things. And uh, if you're not following me already, I am a pretty visible person on the socials. So you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and my favorite Instagram at the Doc Rockter. All right. That's T-H-E-D-O-C-R-O-C-K-T-O-R. Fire me a DM. I'll tell you the backside of that story. So it's, it's a long one, but uh, yeah, the Doc Rockter. Okay, that's it. That's all, folks. Hope you had a good one. Um, Till next time, stay sweet. Peace.